0: This is the Depth
1: Charge Podcast by Ben and Jules Live from the Swan studio in January.
0: Greetings ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to Depth, Depth Charge, Depth Charge <laughs> Podcast. We haven't done one in, I don't even know how long. Oh, shit, I think too long. It's too long to count. Too long. I, I totally don't know. <clears throat> but, you know, I've been meaning to do it. Meaning one to do it like for, for a while now. I did a podcast with um, as a guest uh, a couple of weeks ago. I, l- I
1: listened. Oh, thank you. What's it called? The Soul Food? Uh, uh, food for, food the, for soul. the Soul. Yeah,
0: Food for the Soul podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all in Thai, which is, uh, yeah, actually it's my first uh, Thai podcast, apart from my own stuff. But It was cool.
1: You got interrupted by some building work, but that, otherwise <laughs> it was nice to hear the birds in the background. And, uh, and yeah. the conversation was good. Yeah. Your interviewer is very
0: knowledgeable but knowledgeable about music. Well I think uh, it depends on, on the people who you know, ask the question. You know. Mm. He he asked the right question, I I gave my answer. I don't know if mine is right or not, but <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's let's dive into it. I think I think I'm I'm excited about this week um <laughs> this week uh, topic. <laughs> Ah uh, yeah, well, um,
1: you know, since uh, yeah, since Mark Zuckerberg came out with his weird, weird Metaverse announcement, yeah, yeah, I was, I was, and because you know, like we've been forced, well, like either as musicians or as like people who run venues or are involved in yeah. venues, yeah. to to sort of like get involved in streaming, mm. and then you're basically in that world. You're in the yeah. What, what they're now calling, what Mark Zuckerberg is now trying to have us call the metaverse. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I have never been like a huge fan Although I've gone and bought tons of equipment, like good microphones and uh, audio interfaces and stuff so that I can sort of deal with it. But at the same time, I constantly question whether I like it or even want to deal with it. Well, it's it's a
0: platform, isn't it? I mean... (coughs) excuse me. I mean, it's a platform. I mean, it doesn't need, like, that your equipment that you just bought need to be used for the metaverse. Yeah, no, that's totally true, actually, yeah, because the
1: recording... You, you recording and uh has always been done long long before <coughs> exactly yeah, long yeah. Before. No, no no true yeah. but it still it still led me into thinking in this kind of way but um yeah so what i've been wondering is actually a question that came to my mind is because we you know we've been talking about like chiang mai and the future music in chiang mai and mm-hmm. then the, now the pandemic's kind of like changed uh, well, disrupted everything, and then people are sort of like now trying to start back up. Yeah. Um, and um, actually, what's going on here? I lost, just lost sound in one ear. Really? Mm, maybe, oh. maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it'll come back. No, no, it's, it's just, just uh, it's, it's just the uh, earphone the thing. Yeah, the earphone thing. The phone yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so I, the question I have is, can Chiang Mai and can like bands in Chiang Mai, um, just Aim to be a a loc- locally powerful, locally strong thing, without having to uh, think of themselves as this sort of mass market online viral branded phenomena. Can can you?
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, you you can, and or you can go that route as well. I mean, it depends on like the thing is. I think locally we are not uh, strong enough to to be able to make it as viral as you know it could be. You know. That's so. That's what I was thinking. You know, like bas- basically, obviously, if
1: you think about places like New Orleans or Nashville, people will go there. Yeah. And a lot of the musicians there, they don't have to reach out to the whole world because they they know that the audience will come to New Orleans for them even before they know the names of those bands that are there Just because there's a atmosphere and a history and uh, and and then to be able to presumably and this I don't know 100% but it's got to be a good guess that um, to be able to sort of Get to play the good gigs and survive and whatever in those towns. You have to be good. You have to be strong, right? You would have to be. It's com- man. The, com-
0: the competition in, in Nashville itself is is like the it's like the make of of like studio recording. You know, people would say like, okay, you go to L. A., you go to uh, New York and or Chicago or New Orleans, but Nashville has always been the forefront of the music industry, and still is. It's just like you know you think they, they got like put <clears throat> what's that word put down or double down or like you know been un- underrated in in what it seems to be like a hip hop uh movement or a new new uh, neo-soul kind of music but actually Nashville is like is you have so many studios um music studio over there and, and so many artists that just driving there many labels major independent and there's this uh, underground indie music scene that has been going on for almost 10 years now and it's very interesting man it's still it's still a place to for mu- musicians to go mm. um, but what about uh, what about the live scene oh man you can't
1: compare there man it's well no ca- like, I'm not trying to compare but I'm just saying is the live scene as strong as the studio
0: scene yeah it's it's competitive right it's crazy like I I was there I was there hold on what 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 was this year oh fuck that's a long time ago (laughs) I think I was there in 2008 2009 or something that's how long is that 10 12 12 years ago 12 years ago it's amazing man and and that was just you know it's it's still strong as ever and it's not like it's not like famous bands, you know, that plays in those uh, you, live you, house. Were you not? Were you too young to get into the venues? No, I no. was twenty one. Okay. So, all right, I, so I, just I saw everything. <laughs> oh man, on the cut. man, <laughs> I saw everything. <laughs> it was fun, man. I mean, the downtown there, uh, where the they have live music, is you know, I I I I probably talk about this like many times in in other episode and stuff, but. Nashville is, is competitive man hmm. it's, yeah sure I, I would expect that different different league I just, let's just put it that way so anyway I'm not like,
1: suggesting trying, Chiang Mai trying no, to compete no we should compete, but we uh, should. exactly like that
0: well, we should I mean why not because you know well okay yeah okay so sorry yeah kind
1: of I kind of am but kind of aren't so in the sense that I, I'm, I'm asking myself yeah can Chiang Mai become a place that people actually want to go to so that we so that we don't have to all live in Mark Zuckerberg's fucking
0: metaverse. We don't have you know to. I mean? That's the thing. That's that <laughs> that you know. People, you know, there's like if you listen to uh, recently, a lot of people that talk about metaverse in in Rokin's, uh, uh, you know, podcast. You know, there's mixed review and and you know, but there will be people who invest in metaverse, and there will be people who just you know, be in in a fucking uh, mountain and. And just, (laughs) you know, grow their own crops and and all that stuff, man. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I still
1: kind of feel like the whole... Let me think. I still kind of feel like the whole... So even though the whole social media thing, attention stuff is built on dopamine, (laughs) I still feel like it's been running for about 10 years now. And everybody's waiting for the first good experience. I mean, it's like... it's Because dopamine's a trick. Dopamine... Of course. People think of it as the pleasure sort of uh, hormone. But in actual fact, it's much more the... Um, it's the pleasure-seeking uh, neurotransmitter rather than... Mm-hmm. So, in other words, like it motivates you to go and seek. So, yeah. like the... Do, it's like... So, the dopamine's not involved in getting that in the... Got the heroin already. The dopamine is... Go and get, is saying go and get the heroin, then you'll feel good and, and it's kind yeah, of yeah. and it's kind of like social media is designed to constantly make us yeah. pursue yeah. something that we never arrive at in it
0: yeah almost well, I don't know almost. I mean maybe well, some people do I don't know yeah but uh, I think some people do that's why there's metaverse coming
1: but then like no no but then you can because the statistics are in now you know you can like click like and share and this and that hundreds thousands of times a day. And then, if you if you test people's psychological state at the end of all this, they definitely are not happier. Well, on the on the on the, on the average, true. You know, and and sometimes true. it can be very, sometimes it can be very damaging. And yeah. like now, that, that was a thing on uh, Rogan's recent podcast with. Um, just then Harris, the guy who made this social dilemma film, yeah, and then yeah. Daniel Schmachtenberger, whose name I just like to say, <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's more—he's like, like a complexity theorist, yeah. an interesting guy. And, and so the point was that um, uh, how, how have I lost my how have, how have I lost my point so early in the podcast? No, uh, okay. So the point is that you know the the algorithms—they're driving us to. Um you know pursue pursue stuff uh they're kind of but basically people have realized many people have realized that it's not very satisfying, and so yeah a, a lot of Facebook's users, at least the early users are Instagram or whatever you know because they own Instagram and whatsapp and whatever have stopped publishing content and so they so they said mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that they said that like seventy percent of all the content in people's news feeds is like just bot generated now yeah. Yeah. So, like, fa- and, fa- and Facebook are basically having to serve this content because people like me or you, whereas maybe f- five, six, mm. seven years ago, we might make a post every day. Now, I barely post it at all. People like you and our friends, yeah. it's like, once a week, like, people are just, like, tired of, tired of it to a large extent. And so, I think mine is more. It's, like, months. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah so 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 that so now they basically so we're gonna move into a world where all the content is like artificially generated by GPT-3 AIs and whatever <laughs> but it's still gonna be like directed at making us more addicted pursuing you know what I mean it's well yeah uh,
0: well, what I hate about this fucking social media thing is the algorithm that Facebook has you know generated with the um, the what you know this uh, I think the person that visible about about the Facebook algorithm, right. trying to prov- provoke or trying to seek, you know, the response from what we will respond to something that is negative or right. something that will provoke our aggression, or what do you, f- what do we feel politically? And they try to ask and all those stuff, you know,
1: because it's basically just playing on our basic evolutionary psychology. The stuff that's built into our neurochemistry fight or flight you know and they can yeah, push yeah. those buttons in us yeah, yeah and they you know it just turns out that uh anger and the stuff spreads spreads faster and yeah. like they can grab more attention and more yeah. virality and this kind of stuff yeah i mean yeah. yeah um well back to okay so yeah back to chiang mai and musicians and bands trying to um like make a place for themselves in the world because as you've like been, as you were talking make about as well, make a place for themselves in the world. Yeah, or or like be play. Um, you know, ha- have a career or have a fulfilling experience being a musician. Uh, uh, d- deliver. You know, like share their music with um, mm. people and whatever. I'm just thinking, and as you said, in like I was hearing, you mentioned a little bit in the food for the soul. for for the soul podcast you know that um, it's really separating out people people are having to decide do I still want to be a musician and some uh, it seemed like a lot of people were thinking maybe no but I've actually seen a lot of people coming back because it's been it's a long arc this pandemic it's not over yet it's a long arc and so uh, I think I think people the the final decision is not in for many people
0: man if you check out like people you know when Metaverse came out and there's this like content creators stuff that uh, people said like, okay, everybody needs, needs to prepare on a job that they will require in in, in in few years time. And none of that has anything to do with music. None. Right. In the list. There's no, there's no, jobs subscription for musician in the fucking metaverse world isn't that crazy it's like okay you have to be a creative creator you have to be a data analyst you have to uh, you know understand um, graphics you have to understand um, I don't know there's this like five things I forgot but none of that has you know anything to do with sound or being a musician, mm. I. Um, it seems like the world just wanted to fuck us in the ass, you know.
1: <laughs> well, I think we talked about in a podcast a long, long time ago that um, in the in the sort of world of media, let's t- I don't know really how to encompass it all. I don't. I hate to use the word entertainment, but let's just say like all of the media and the arts. Gaming is bigger than everything Gaming is like bigger than Hollywood and the
0: music industry and the magazines and the news. P- but gaming papers. industry wants musicians, wants sound sound designers. Oh right. But, okay, so... I'm uh, talking about the metaverse. Oh, the med- you're talking about just the metaverse. All right. Yeah. Right. So the... <laughs> Everybody just like, yeah, it's like, they just, you know... <laughs> just you know this disclu- you know actually, I, actually that us. that is true i've yeah. listened to a few podcasts where the, the game industry
1: does actually have like a quite a long history of uh, being innovative with sound because they had to
0: yeah they're actually the one that helped the music industry yeah man like you know like final fantasy or even halo the 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 money they put into like record like like uh like a full orchestra and you know uh, invest in scores and it's in, like a in film. Japan. It's been huge as well. Like, yeah, a like, lot of uh, like now famous compare. Japanese
1: musicians are.
0: We can't compare. Like even even America can't compare to the uh, music industry in Japan. The only reason that America is the number one music industry in the world because of volume. Mm. It's but Japan, a smaller country, is the second largest music industry in the world mm. and you compare Japan to, <laughs> to America like the size of it just think about
1: it man but if you if you go to Japan though like what you feel from the culture and everywhere you go is uh, just a much more respect and appreciation for the oh art God, all so art true. all so arts. Arts. not, not just music true. Yeah, yeah
0: I mean it's the only place in the world where it's like almost every province has like at least one tower record <laughs> really that's amazing man still 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 mm. it's the uh the what they, they call it like uh the physical um cd right mm-hmm. is the number one selling in in japan 78 percent or or 90 or 89 I'm, I'm i'm i i i do not know but still high people still buy cds <laughs> in Japan, all right, back to so that's the metaverse for you right? yeah, <laughs> in Japan, and I don't, I don't know if it's gonna, it might work in some in Japan for sure because they already have like VR, uh, kind of like censored, like yeah.
1: Back, back to live music in Chiang Mai, and just start like on a tangent for a second, uh, because right now we're in a situation where. Uh, here, <laughs> we're in a situation where live music has been allowed, but alcohol and bars are still not allowed to open. So in other words, like most of the venues where music used to be still can't open. Yeah. um, But music is allowed to be played again, uh, but alcohol is not. I mean, that's... That alone is stupid. Well, I kind of have like... So one question is for... uh, Yeah, the question, like in terms of the decision, is that the government being stupid? But also people... You know um, you ha- I would have to like recognize that when people go for um, go to hear live music it's there's only a uh, there's only actually a small percentage of people that are going like a hundred percent for the music really ultimately what people are going for is like a consciousness transforming I- experience yeah, uh, transforming experience you know and that's why I think that it's really really hard to separate and always has been hard to separate music from uh, alcohol or the substance 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 right because people like even sonny rollins said this when talking about music like mm-hmm. even though he he became kind of a teetotaler and and mm-hmm. whatever he said you know at, s- at some point it is it does there is a relationship between like freeing the mind or changing the, the yeah. state of mind that we perhaps can get stuck in yeah. and allowing you to express yeah. and, and that as we know it's true like for a social lubrication mm-hmm. some people especially me you know like uh, people like me uh, in Introverts, or maybe British introverts, <laughs> especially—I don't know. Yeah, have a yeah. hard time
0: loosening up without, without a drink or two. God damn, a drinky social, wink or two. <laughs> social lubricant. God damn, that sounds like an orgy. Interestingly, <laughs> right? Interestingly, uh,
1: Carl Hart, the guy, the guy who's a professor at Columbia, professor of like, he wrote a book called "Drug Use for Adults," where he advocates, mm. like, he advocates the legalization the legal drug use all drugs and he openly is an op- open user of heroin and methamphetamines and cocaine and and almost everything in a responsible way He he's literally he, he's sort of advocating that there's a responsible way f- to use any drug uh, there's obviously like more unres- irresponsible ways to do it but so and so he does it legally he, you know, he flies around the world and finds places where it is possible to legally do this or do that Mm-hmm. Um, and he he was on uh, yeah he was on Rogan's podcast he was on um, Lex Friedman's podcast and he he made basically I th- I don't think he drinks much but he said sometimes alcohol is the drug you need like for example when I'm in uh, you know the committee meetings at Columbia University and having to talk <laughs> to the dean I would I don't know if I'd be able to get through those meetings without, without a glass of wine <laughs> and you know yeah so true Dad. but add. I I have to admit like the number of people in the world that would be able to like be responsible as he is. Because you, ha- you have to have a tremendous amount of discipline.
0: Oh my God, to be able to, be able you to use have, all like, substances. You gotta have like, uh, what is that word? Uh, conscious, like you have, you have to have good conscience. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. right, yeah, conscience and you gotta, man, you talk about responsibility, man. You can't even drive right. <laughs> People don't even know how to drive right, and and like the fucking uh, the it depends on the law. Like some you know now that you mentioned that some of these things, some of these laws that that have been uh, been written is like to suppress something for maybe make something more exclusive. You know, like if you're gonna get a cocaine, it's so expensive. But it's expensive because it's illegal, mm-hmm. you know. If it's not illegal, would the price came down? Look at mar- marijuana. Mm-hmm. It, I think the price is not as high as it used to be. It depends on, on 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 the uh, on on the breed, but yeah, I mean, people can get it easily now, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So.
1: I'm just throwing in like, do there. D- yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, I learned something recently about Thailand, which is sort of possibly explains a few things. Mm. So I'd known for a long time, because it's all, it's like often gets reported in the papers, local papers, and maybe abroad as well, international. Mm. That Thailand's like, right, fairly high on the list of countries that consume the most alcohol. It's not at the top, like it tends to be like Eastern European <sighs> yeah. countries, Ru- Russia Actually, I learned that Uganda is at the top. So, so, alcohol consumption is very high in Thailand. On yeah. it. But did you know what? The craziest thing is, Thailand is near the top of the list of countries in which, uh, for the percentage of people that don't drink at all. Hmm. 55% of Thai people report, this is a self-report, that they never drink. hmm. Liars. <laughs> no but this explains a lot for me this 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 helps explain a lot for me that's because that would explain why like some of the conservatism that we see in regards to like nightlife and entertainment and the fact that the government is constantly able to do what it's been doing to the entertainment sector like label it bad mm-hmm. because it will have these statistics and they'll know because international concerns I mean tourism is important to the economy but basically like you know, look. The politicians survive by their like local base, by by internal politics, domestic yeah, yeah. politics. And man, if that's true, I can see why they can get away with this kind of like. I don't cons- think that's true. I mean, the cultural city- conservatism in a way.
0: I, yeah, I mean, I t- it's 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 just stupid,
1: man. And I, I mean, this is this is by the way though, the source of this is like our world in data, and I listened to the the creator of this organization. Uh, I think it's a German site. I forget German or Austrian. Man, they're, they're they're gathering like they're the doing a fucking amazing job of gathering okay. statistics. So okay, is it one hundred percent true? It's it is self-reported, but um, uh, okay, that, still, still 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 high number, crazy high number. Even yeah. if it's over-reported, even if yeah, it's like yeah, exaggerated, yeah, yeah. So that means that Thailand is a country of. Either non drinkers are really party people, right? right. A very right, split. It's right, right. well, a split.
0: It is, it is. I mean, if you say it like that, I totally agree. Because there's people who don't doesn't, you know, enjoy drinking at all. You know. Like I would cons- consider myself I don't know, not even a seldom drinker. You know? I don't know. I don't even like I I can go, you know, without drinking for half a year. Yeah, okay, you're not
1: really a drinker, but at the same time you're not um a kind of to- total you're not against the drinking culture no, you'll have no. a drink to yeah. celebrate something or other yeah. And yeah. you know yeah. I mean after a yeah. gig or whatever it yeah, is but I, you know, I, you know but I, you're I, not a
0: drinker I understand I don't need to be feel like I, if somebody pushed like hey like peer pressure this is not gonna work on me
1: hey and I also don't wanna paint everybody with a broad brush I mean I don't drink much anymore and I have a, and I think there are a lot of good reasons why someone might decide never to drink mm-hmm. l- some of our friends like Joey Joel you know the, l- l- Ralph Thomas a lot of people decide I have many friends in fact that uh, in the past either been alcoholics or for one, for one reason or other don't drink anymore yeah then there's a lot of good reasons yeah uh, so I just want to say that. But um, still, that figure is a surprising figure given Thailand's reputation. <laughs> in it. For, like Thailand, th- This thing that they publish in the newspapers around the world for years, I've always seen it. Our mm-hmm. Thailand's like way up there on the list of drinking countries in the yeah. world. This other figure never got mentioned. Yeah. I never
0: saw it. Yeah, and this is the first time I heard it. But it, it didn't really surprise me because, I mean, you still have like 45% of people who drinks. Right. right? And... You know that forty five percent is something that you know, like I don't know why the government would put so many regulation on on this freedom for people to be able to you know to to drink you well, know well I mean uh, you know right now
1: uh look man hey, I mean. I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. What to, I'm not like, okay, on the, on the one hand, you know, the whole kind of uh, getting out of hand, uh, authoritarian response of place, governments around the world because of COVID is one thing. Thailand's in a kind of like a slightly unusual situation politically. It's got its own like political situation. But I, uh, I don't think there's any, I don't, I don't think there's any point disputing that bars and pubs are like are like a perfect way to spread covid there's no point disputing that i just think that i just think that okay one is like co- one issue is covid mitigation but the other is total lack of support for the industry in terms of you know compensation or su- yeah. just support right. or, or um, moral right, support. Right, right. Like this whole like labeling everything as nightlife. In other words, dumping everything in the same category, yeah. prostitution and yeah. an illegal yeah. like stuff, shit, <laughs> Do you know, it's just all giving it one label. That's, that's totally different from dealing with the realities of uh, spreading COVID and yeah, having to, you know, that's
0: another thing. Man, it's, it's just, you know, all that fucking <clears throat> words, that they wrote and we are talking about it's just too complicated when everything is so simple and seeing that it's just about you know trying to wage power among each other trying to op- oppress trying to you know trying to be able to control the money the power and everything you know this is this is look at this man you're in a fucking country where well, you can only buy alcohol from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., then you have like a, what? Oh no, maybe one, I don't know. You have two or three hours uh, of, you know, window that you can't buy alcohol. And you can buy alcohol again at 5 p.m. to fucking uh, midnight. But do you know what the funny thing is? Yes. That when, I was at, when I was at university, in other
1: words, like 20 years ago, that's ex- the exact same laws England had. Really? The exact same time. How many years was that? So you could go and drink in the pub at lunchtime, then the, then the licensing off hours were off, and then you could, then the pubs were allowed to sell again at I forget, but it was five or six or five, probably. Okay. You know. Yeah. That's uh, 20 years ago, and they changed those laws in England. Uh, probably, I forget uh, quite a while ago now. Quite so, a while ago.
0: Would you say like 20 years? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's about 20 years.
0: Yeah, so we are 20 years far behind uh, uh, UK in that regard. Well, um... Let's be honest here. Let's be honest. Look, we are not ready for the metaverse at all. (laughs) The fucking metaverse. No, look at... No, no. (laughs) Let's be real here, man. Look, the fucking alcohol regulation is 20 years behind UK... You well, know, developed country, right? And we 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 are we are telling ourselves Thai people, Thai government are telling ourselves for more than for more than twenty years that we are a uh, developing country, right? But the way that they are running things is just it doesn't it doesn't seems like it, man. And like there's no support for anything that is civilized at all. You look at the fucking infrastructure in Thailand, it's a fucking shite. <laughs> man, it's 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 an abomination with all the tax that that you know, we have to pay and shit. It's ridiculous, man. It's it's like, okay, and like the people who really pay the tax, you know, it's not really the people that are the not really the poor people that are really paying the tax, you know? Um. Well, well, well. They're paying tax too, but I mean, there's like this, this thing that they 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 also cut. Mm. You know, there's there's like people who make make more money pay pays more. Um. Let's just let's just put it that way.
1: Not always.
0: Well, not always. If you know how to avoid, right? Taxing, like I mean, we like like, like, like Trump. Well, not just
1: Trump. I mean, like all of the, you know, there, there were like a series of Pandora papers and Panama papers that yeah. most recently, basically, most of the most of the
0: world's wealthiest people, leaders, yeah. it seems, have been avoiding uh, yeah. tax. Or many, yeah, many, many, I'm, many, I'm, many, many. I apologize for like, you know, trying to put it in, in a no, class war but like what, that. No, but it's
1: what I was going to say was, um in, like, because it depends how you look at tax. Like, obviously, if you look at like um, income tax, then on that basis, the poor yeah. don't pay the most tax. But when you look at, um, if, you, if you think about like alcohol tax, or tax on or look, VAT, this kind of thing, no, that percentage, that percentage of tax on petrol and f- like fuel, alcohol, cigarettes, uh, just on, on general goods, whatever that percentage is, that disproportionately affects the poor because that that right, tax right. percentage right, right. is insignificant to the right. wealthy,
0: right. but very significant to the poor. That's right, and that's not fair. That's what that's that's the point. That's not fair. I mean, uh, labor get only three hundred baht per day, and they want to smoke a fuck. You know, they want to buy cigarettes and beers or alcohol or whatever. Is fucking. Already they, they They have only Like 50 baht left mm-hmm. For that day And where the food You know Man that's that. That's why they made Those adverts on TV About <laughs> 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 It's such a hypocrite Hypocrite <laughs> shit man I mean Shit Why is it so pe- People drinking Is demonized You know It's like I, uh, it's stupid. I don't understand why why people like you know say drinking like people who drink is bad. People who smoke is bad. People is like well, this this is where this is like where the beauty of someone's like uh,
1: Carl Hart, this Doctor Carl Hart comes in because he's basically saying what we should be doing is giving people positive models for drug use. In other words, people should be able to explore variations of consciousness freely mm-hmm. because it's their own mind, their own body, their own consciousness. But when we demonize it and we make it something that people like who are suffering the most do fucking homeless on the streets of yeah. LA or yeah. something just right. because just to kill deaden the pain, right. that's like a terrible example of, you know, this, that's the worst situation. But because we are not willing to face it openly then we're not able to give positive examples. Right. But positive examples are obviously like, I don't know, a family Christmas dinner where people get along better because of a few drinks or warm up, open up to each other more. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. like not getting nuts. I mean, obviously, if there's like bloody violence and psychological abuse in a family, alcohol just generally makes... Alcohol's got not plenty of negatives to it. I, I don't, I, but um, yeah. basically, the, the point would be that, yeah, if, if you want to... You have to offer positive visions for um, things that human beings can explore because right. they're asking us to fucking explore. They've been asking us to explore like social media, the online world, the fucking metaverse. Yeah. And now it turns out that that's as damaging for our society. is breaking America apart. Yeah, because these algorithms have siloed people off into these right. bubbles and they can't talk right. to each other. And right. you know, like right. they 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 got some statistic that like. Um, Thanksgiving, whatever dinners are getting shorter because families can't get along anymore. because right. Uncles are not watch- right. not in the same fucking internet silos that the uh, yeah. nephews, and nieces are. So maybe that's, God, that's I sound like that's, Uncle Roger now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <It's rude. laughs> well, man, but Thanksgiving has always been like that, though. In in uh, I think that's the fun part about Thanksgiving. I, I. You I mean you gotta I've never, have I've never done
1: Like I mean, I've, I've never done things, <laughs> but you know what? I'm just saying, like, uh, y- you know, the these powerful systems that corporations are uh, allowed to bring into our lives and that make billions for like wh- whoever, mm. and help governments control us that are sometimes not lose control of us and help foreign governments influence, blah blah blah. The the fact is that. Uh, we're discovering that all sorts of things can be dangerous for us as a society psychologically and Mm. drugs can drugs can be too but that's why we also need to like you know have a balanced view of every fucking thing I mean why not why not learn that why not learn that um, you know in Mediterranean countries they have a long history of uh, you know
0: social use of drinking and
1: yeah for example you know
0: Man, I think that's, that's why Metaverse is going to be blooming, because people can drink in the Metaverse. How do you drink in the Metaverse? Uh, man, don't ask me. I saw, like, they're fucking testing out this like, gloves for the Metaverse. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, shit. <laughs> I wonder what would happen. <laughs> 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 I mean, um, you can hold a ball... Damn. You can hold a ball in in the metaverse. (laughs) I just wonder. (laughs) So you're going into the metaverse? I'm not. I'm not going into metaverse, man. (laughs) But no, that's just like that's the thing. I mean, I think this is world in in that in that place where people can just escape the real world. Where you know, I mean, sometimes I feel like people in America just seems like they're the only. Uh, person living there, li- living in the world. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 mind boggling when 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 you talk to some of like uh, uh, foreigners that come in. You know that let's let's just say developed country. Most of the developed country, like people that are born in the developed country, you know, if you don't if you don't open your mind to understanding like the situation around the world then you won't you won't really see Right, you only see like you. Oh, this is the suburb. This is so nice. We have water, and we have like trees. We have parks, and we have all this facility. The infrastructure is nice. Oh man, but but you still find a way to complain about all those shit. But if you go to uh, you know Kathmandu or you go to um, you know Mumbai or whatever, you just like shit. What is this? Where's water? You know, <laughs> I can't even find a fucking you know. Uh, Sink to, you know, to clean my hands, <laughs> something like that, you know. And, and I mean, kudos to people who, who travel abroad. I mean, they, they, they will see the world in a different way. But, you know, if you think you're going to be able to see that in the metaverse, not yet. Uh, and that's just like living in cuckoo land. B- borrow that from Roy Keane, <laughs> you know but mm-hmm. okay let's I mean this is like we, we're trying to you know maybe we uh, a little bit demeaning towards the metaverse I mean it has it it it's good too I mean for entertainment wise I mean it's just like you know gaming has always been been kind of like a metaverse uh, true, kind of thing true, right true, true. VR right. or you know and and what's generating the economy mostly now is uh, gaming you know you go to the, there's like NFT gaming and uh, what this cryptocurrency that probably might be exchanged in the metaverse and the thing is the only way the metaverse are, are going to be able to exist is that they have a way that will balance it with the reality you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right
1: I mean uh, yeah if it can't it can't destroy the,
0: the thing it depends on yeah um, I mean and China doesn't have metaverse China would definitely ban metaverse. They don't they don't allow Facebook in China. Well, they anyway. don't allow
1: like Facebook, but they uh they have their own stuff as long as it's like controllable by,
0: you know, CCP. Isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. But do you think they can copy CCC. a metaverse <laughs> in, in China? Uh I don't know. I don't know. We'll probably have to see. You know, Japan has already are, you know, been the forefront of like VR uh, you know, adult entertainment you know <laughs> when I was in Japan like uh, maybe a couple years ago like VR was a thing like in the you know if you go to, um, to the uh, I don't know what each area was like you know like a what is what is that what is that word called like a square or you know like a center where is like uh, business life going there's this there's this uh, building building you know, where they, they ran out uh, with uh, uh, adult videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can, you know, go in there and jerk off and have a VR ex- experience there. VR? VR. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean,
1: but if you jerk off, I mean, whatever you're seeing in the VR, uh, the shit's still coming out of, the semen is still coming out in the real world, right? It's not just happening in the VR world. no.
0: No. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. It was bound I mean, to happen. <laughs> it it's, you know, it's can it's inevitable that that this world, no, this the cyberpunk world is going to happen, you know. It will it will happen eventually. But what does what does that mean for us musicians? It's like is we sh- we should be able to, you know, gain more followers. We should be able to generate more income through through that too, you know. Um, not yeah. like fucking like I cubic shit you know watching us like fucking Minecraft on the stage it's just like man no but I think we have to like ask because it's unproven
1: for me and we have to ask ourselves the question you know will like this metaverse our um, VR world like will they really generate experiences which are um, richer m- more fulfilling than uh, the real world. I mean, you could like, yeah, shit. You know, if the, if you know if the fucking powers that be in the world fuck up the world so badly, so this is like some dystopia from a mm. from a sci-fi film. Mm. Then the metaverse is probably going to look pretty rosy. True, any, you know. True.
0: Um, True. Yeah, but would it really come to that? I don't know. We because we have people that you know doesn't. You know that really love the metaverse, that love to be with nature, that wants to protect nature. You know, I mean, if we if everybody accepts that the world that we should live in is metaverse, then shit, man, what are we gonna do with the trees and all these you know things that is around us? You know,
1: I think I don't think it's gonna be so easy as people think. Like, how, for example, I was listening to a podcast with one of the people who founded Oculus, and there's still serious problems. Um, like they still haven't like found solutions for you'd have to guess that they will but they haven't found solutions for overcoming the dizziness that you experience because in, like, we're just evolved for all mm. our senses, our yeah, sense yeah. of you know th- those bones in our inner ear that yeah, like
0: yeah.
1: work out where we are our p- positioning yeah. with regards to the environment, the world gravity etc. All of that stuff is still not worked out fully you know, mm. so most people still have quite as kind of. If they go into VR for too long, yeah, have quite a seasick experience. Yeah, some people can't stand
0: it for very long at all. Yeah, um, I I can't I can't use VR. I mean, I'm just you know, even when I play games before on a console, I can only do like two hours max before like my brain, you know, get a little bit. Wreck. That's in VR. No, just like are you talking? Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If I use VR, I can't even stand more than maybe ten minutes. Mm, right it's just (laughs) you know
1: I was thinking uh, that maybe it's just you know like sometimes it's almost like technologists we some maybe it's an arrogance of humanity that we just like assume Uh, it'll just it'll take us a while but we're definitely gonna be able to do better than nature eventually but Mm. that's I Mm. don't
0: know man uh well, That's it's something to, to you know there's no answer for that yet because it hasn't happened, yeah, right So as like you know when Facebook happened, we, we're learning it like when we're learning it every day, there's always something new every day. If you look in like you know like like me, I, I love Instagram more than Facebook, to be honest. It's mm-hmm. just just fun to you know stroll around and, and then you know you see all these pictures, you know. All oh, what? Pizzas? Yeah, uh, pictures. Pictures. Yeah, <laughs> pizza is nice. Yeah,
1: you know, I mean even pictures that. You pizza. you see
0: pizza. You see like all these like uh-huh. interesting things that you are interested. In, that the algorithm knows that like, what kind of things you like to see. You know, and mm-hmm. they just pop it up. <laughs> um. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know, I uh, went through. a I mean I I definitely like uh, feel a little bit more relaxed lately because I've realized that you know there's so much sort of like ideological conflict going on in the world Mm. and and there's so much you know there's so many people arguing with so much certainty about opinions that frankly they're only going to be able to hold for a fucking minute period of time because everything's like evolving so fast Mm. and uh we talked about this before that like this i this idea that you people want to require a shared world is so powerful so you know you've been confronted i've been confronted by people that like really are pretty out there on the fringes of conspiracy and yeah, you know yeah. i know some conspiracies are true but anyway let's just say that pre- some people are really pretty out there and it's not that that bothers me so much as the fact that they require and put so much effort and so much emotion into Requiring other people to see things as they see it and I, I had to wonder what is, that, mm. what is that requirement for is is it a requirement that we we just don't feel established like so let's just say that mm. we, we mm. have a sort of world view whatever yeah. it is uh, who did this who did that who controls the world uh, yeah, other aliens is the world flat or blah 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 <laughs> you know what I mean but we seem to have a requirement to so- solidify that view of the world for ourselves by mm. getting other people to share it. Yeah. And I, I've been s- sort of uh, thinking to myself, hang on a sec. Perhaps perhaps really that's the wrong direction. There's mm. too much anger and frustration in it. And can we really guarantee... Mm. I mean, I, I, I understand. Because we do have like a world that's perfectly built for us to share which is the which is the world of just basic fundamental human interaction in this physical world with mm-hmm. nature mm-hmm. actually it's like perfectly designed for us uh, yeah. evolution has made us fit for it yeah and uh, this these other realms like of political argument of philosophy of stuff going on in social media of uh you know uh new social rapidly evolving new social norms whether it's like extreme woke or extreme outright or whatever or cons- you know whatever it's following this stuff is it's- it's we only share it by manipulation of the algorithms, et cetera It's like very manipulated. I don't really feel that we can share this stuff in the in the same way hmm. S- i feel that we have to kind of i mean i've sort of given i used to be the person like years ago that was trying to convince people of things and uh hmm. now now i feel like shit man i i I have to just admit that I don't know very much. And I, I can't. I used to think that I had powers of persuasion and powers of argument, but now I've realised that I don't, and uh, I ha- have to really just uh, give up on these ideas of. Um, uh, f- I, I personally feel like I have to give up on ideas of knowing anything very mm-hmm. strongly, very mm-hmm. with very much confidence, mm-hmm. except except for as I said these. These fundamental things around us, like in nature, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know the fact that in Europe across from me, there's yeah. a there's a man, my you know mm-hmm. my friend, etc. A lot of the stuff that people are trying to like shove down each other's throats. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that this stuff can can
0: be a basis for a shared world. <laughs> um, well, it's part of the shared world, like like you said, right? I mean, I mean, people, all these any ideas is um uh, kind of like solidified is is through is through concurring is that a word like you concur with this person you and this other person concur with that person and you know it become an agreement that this thing is real say it like people in the, in the room of 10 people and nine people said like you know this shit is edible right nine people eventually 10 people will eat that shit right so now yeah <laughs> okay so now yeah now
1: you're talking about I- ideology um like comp- comp- social compliance this this stuff that is also psychologically built into our makeup yeah uh you know we've seen the world go through like revolutions and uh, people ha- like people that were uh it, they lived in places where there were ideological revolutions f- from one minute mm-hmm. yeah, you know last year they they had a bunch of opinions this year everybody's a communist because to not be one <laughs> means you get cut off to the gulags by Stalin there's no choice yeah, right. Uh, you know I, I mean recently like I was listening I just like read one of the best books I'd ever read uh, The Master and Margarita by Mikhail Bulgakov mm-hmm. This is fan- like fantastic interesting. book interesting it's, I actually listened to it as a as an audio book it's on, it's on YouTube
0: hmm
1: it's amazing yeah. beautifully read but it's just like this fantasy Wh- I didn't realize what's the name it, of it again it's called The Master and Margarita ah The it's, Master it's, it's I highly recommended to anybody out there you can go and find it as a, as a playlist on YouTube it's beautifully read it's an mm. amazing book totally amazing book hmm. um interesting
0: yeah but what does that mean for us what does that mean for us this all of this all of this <laughs> you know we're talking about music of the you know metaverse and well where's the role what what, what you know you well
1: i i guess what i'm coming to is that this uh, you know mark zuckerberg and whoever else's idea it is for us to go and like sh- go into the metaverse and imagine that we might like share stuff in there. I'm like super suspicious of because it seems like we're moving in a direction where we can share less and less. Mm. And what I feel is like that uh, not that not that we need to get rid of any technology, but I just I just feel like that the stuff that we can reliably share is much more stuff that's ba- that food, you know, yeah. and. uh for sure, music and sure. nature, yeah. and this yeah. this is stuff that we can reliably share. Um, yeah. And I wonder if the metaverse is a reliable place
0: to share or anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, there will be there will be many people that will would really you know have an agreement with um, with well a disagreement with you like that that metaverse is the place to to be. And to be the place that you know can share things. I mean, I mean, if you look at what Facebook has done to, or Twitter, or Instagram, and all this social media that has you know impact in in this twenty first century. You know, we we I mean we can not shy away from like how fast like the uh, the news and all these things that people are, are able to to get a hold of. You know, but. But if you look at like places like Korea, Japan, and China, they don't have, they don't really use Facebook, right? Like in um, in Korea, they use Naver, and right. in Japan, they, they have their own stuff, and in China, they have their own stuff, you know? And But but what is important is that they, they find a way to use social media as a game for a community. Isn't it? I find it mind boggling that, you know, people in Korea talk about like music scene in Chiang Mai through a block and neighbor, and it generates like a, a, a tourist movement for Korean to come to Chiang Mai. You know.
1: Okay, that is interesting, but at the same time, right now in the world, Korea is responsible for like m- m- um, more sort of social commentary than hmm. almost anywhere else in in the form of like these series they keep putting out whether it's uh like most recently that I saw Hellbound yeah Yeah. Uh Squid Game yeah then there's the
0: like famously Parasite the film well you know the it's government funded right uh, they're all they're all government funded believe it or not really? they might not put it in there that the government funded I mean, the government doesn't care if you if you you know they don't want to be like uh, a fucking <laughs> what? I they're not. They're not like China. Yeah, like oh, this is like it's the, not. They're not the ex- Chinese government present. You know, it's, it's not, not. It's not
1: ideological control. No. It's just like funding the arts because no. it's valuable for right. career and whatever. Right,
0: and that's what we need to do. Right.
1: Well, I know I definitely agree with uh, government support for the arts. The UK used to do it; it's been cutting it forever. France is like famously good at it.
0: No, they don't shy away from what make you know what Korea is making money from. You know the show to uh, growth rate of selling after the fucking series come out doubles. I bet. Amazing, hmm. and it's like every every series that have like drinking uh, culture in in the series will get 20 percent more uh government funding that if,
1: if they hear you <sighs> saying this in thailand they're they're just going to think negatively because they've already got a control
0: on the alcohol, uh, alcohol industry <laughs> yeah, yeah i know but it's not, not really sustainable right koreans thinking about things that are sustainable and the thing that we are discussing today is about is metaverse going to be sustainable would it help? Mm. Right now we don't have anything that is sustainable in in our music career. Mm. Right.
1: That's, that's the problem. The, Cuz right now they're not thinking about they they haven't realized that music is like an important part of what makes Thailand a destination for
0: people. It really is, but they 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 just blind to it somehow. Yeah. Well, well after Lisa uh, became famous they, they kind of like feel like okay there's something in this but they still you know trying to figure out how it's going to be able to to generate like those kind of movement if you see like the latest um, fail the the latest failure that the government trying to to have like a fucking countdown with Lisa and Andre yeah Butcher- Lee, yeah <laughs> I mean, what does that answer? Mm-hmm. I mean, bringing Andre Montelli is like, okay, who are you? You bring him for? I'm not, I mean, I love him, but I mean, who? Who else? Like, only the fucking ten percent of right. of Thailand could pay the fucking ticket to go see that shit. So who are you? Who are you bring it for? You know? And mm-hmm. then Lisa and lisa coming coming and you, you pay like each like 100 million uh fucking baht to bring on you know these two artists instead of like generating a fucking supporting plan with those money for for the musician you know 200 million baht can help a lot for a musician that didn't get any help at all through this fucking crisis you know yeah it's an abomination, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. So we're talking about sustainability that, you know, look, I'm not going to sit here and ask for, like, the government to be able to support us. Because when we do do something right, they will come. They will come for us. For sure. This is how it is, man. It's like, if we do something right, they want to be involved. If no, you don't no, get exactly. involved with it, exactly. you, you, you know, you get played somehow mm-hmm. this is like a fucking mafia shit going on here man they're just waiting waiting for like oh that's a good idea let's go fuck them up you know shit right, or another or another way of saying it would be oh that's working let's go and let's go and attach ourselves <laughs> to that yeah it's like shit sure. and look about this like fucking monopolized uh you know tycoon shit that The DTAC and True uh, uh, has already, you know, True already bought DTAC, and is in the merging stage. CP, yeah. So the CP has monopolizing the uh, the telecom, right? Well, you know, who owns the other half of that is the Chinese
1: government-owned company, right? So it's so. In other words, like, yeah. So basically, between CP and uh, the Chinese government, yeah. they're going to own DTAC and True. Yeah. In other words, the majority of the mobile yeah. phone operated systems yeah. in Thailand. Yeah.
0: Alarming. Mm. Alarming. But, but that's the world we live in, man. And and we, it's, we just got to try to find, you know, the best way we can sustain, and we need we need to be united, you know. We you need we need to unify you know what we can help but to be honest man i'm 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 very you know discouraged in in doing things for for the community when when you see a lot of a lot of musician that you know that doesn't doesn't care about about like the community in general meaning they they want to be you know auditioning for uh a fucking pubs you know they they don't care about like having, you know, original music. Or they might, but they they they're afraid to just like jump out of the uh the 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 pack of people who just like, you know, run to go do audition at this place and that. And you know, the venue has a has a part in that as well. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. And I don't want to be part of that shit, you know. And that's where the fucking metaverse Or the social media comes in Would they, you know, help to balance out You know, if social media is powerful, as they say That helps, you know, for a Thai guy To be known in America Or in UK or in Australia Or anywhere else in the world Then that's a plus But, you know, it's not important What's important is that like you said in the, in the beginning of this segment is that the the local needs to be strong chiang mai will definitely be a uh, a place where you know uh spiritual and artists will, will come and and find a safe haven you know mm-hmm. even though even though it's such a a low wages uh low wages um mm-hmm. province you know and but we some we gotta start somewhere mm. right we gotta start somewhere and and it it has to we we can like the the movement of the uh the social media that 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 is going because but we we can't find a way we can't find a way that it doesn't consume us and that we use it as a tool uh i i still
1: think that if, when it comes to travel like travel you know Chi- Chiang Mai is a place that a lot of people travel to from around the world yeah. and from like within Thailand a par- part of that is like social media but it's also something a little bit more um intangible um you know it's a, it's something that builds up right over time right. you know right. that we know so many of the people that have been coming here over years that it, it didn't just happen because of some like post or whatever or some nice Mm. photography or something like like accumulation right it's an accumulation of like good experiences and discoveries and whatever and also the atmosphere of the city now that's that's why you have to support like that's why you can't just support you know like but boutique hotels and what Mm. and nature you have to have the whole thing people have to have like be able to have like a whole range of experiences here right and that includes like art scene and music yeah, and yeah, whatever yeah. and it includes a kind of like a liberal attitude towards yeah. all of the different things yeah. yeah um yeah so how do um how do venues and uh, bands here like back to my original question how, less, do, how, how do you like try greed. and build something that's like what if you just wanted to build something
0: like Just strong for Chiang Mai Without like being too ambitious globally Or even man, nationally fuck that There's like Talking about too ambitious They were never ambitious in the first place <laughs> Look, man I mean Well, okay, fair enough I, It's true I mean, if you're talking about like You're asking me what the venues Could do to help this They just need to be, you know Less greedy Like the whole fucking world here Everybody's greedy Everybody just like you know giving out like five percent to the to the musician or to the workers or anything, and then then ninety uh, five percent you know they just go everywhere else, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look, hear me out. The venue makes like what hundred thousand baht per night which venue is this <laughs> let's just say let's just say <laughs> okay okay <laughs> hundred thousand baht a night and they paid a the fucking band maybe what p- three bands like maximum three thousand baht each mm-hmm. so that's like nine thousand baht how many profit did they made just from 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 the band wise from the investment of the band right i don't, I don't know that's, that's like that's almost like fuck that's a lot well no but that, you're saying that
1: they only like sold at 100,000 by in one night no, hundred. yeah one night but what about all the drinks and stuff that they had to buy as well as yeah sell? but
0: that's like they sell like that like 200% of, of the alcohol anyway yeah and right. they put like the fucking uh, uh, musician as part of the investment right I see so basically it's probably like like they invest like at least like thirty thousand baht per night, mm-hmm. <laughs> at least, right? And they get like hundred thousand baht back. All right. Well, this is uh, a <laughs> interesting, interesting hypothetical. <laughs> you're well, yes. But so I, I mean, maybe they made more. If, if they're gonna pay a lot for for this, you know, staff, you know, fixed costs, rent, blah yeah. blah blah. I mean. Yeah, I, I know venues that make like one million per night. Sure. With only three bands. <laughs> but they have workers and all those stuff, right? Yeah. But, the, yeah. Uh, but they probably invest in like maybe 100,000 baht per night. Yeah. At least. But this comes back to like something I was talking about earlier, which is that
1: those big venues which are making all that money, people are not... I, the music is kind of somehow essential to the system, but people are not really going there just for the music. They're going there for the energy, mm-hmm. well, the alcohol, girls and the boys, the light show. But the, you can't, the, the, but that. you can't
0: neglect them out of this thing. No, you of know? course not. Right? I mean, no. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually talking more about like um, trying to build up some but what I'm saying is just not like I'm sorry to cut you like keep cutting you like this but I don't know I mean like the venue thing is not as important as the musician himself we don't have a guild we don't have a fucking union that covers and you know take care of the you know well being mm-hmm. you know of course, like, maybe, like, eventually when you have a, a union, it might become like a fucking mafia, like, the in America. You know, <laughs> like, Jimmy Hoffa and shit like that. <laughs> but, look. That was a... Wasn't, what wasn't that the trucking? <laughs> what, what was it?
1: Wasn't that trucking or something? It wasn't music. Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, oh, was he into I mean, the music as well? Like, I don't been, know. Could have been
0: for all I know. I don't know. You got to watch The Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> but, you see, there's no fucking, like, why unions and guilds are are important because it unified the movement and prevent oppression and suppression from the fucking uh, venues or or, uh, people who are in charge, you know. Let's say, let's say the whole fucking musician in Chiang Mai that is under the guild said, hey, you're not paying enough here in Chiang Mai. This, this fucking venue is paying b- below minimum wages mm-hmm. for us, you know, we're banning, like, musicians from from playing there, you know. Right. It's uh, unification of, like, we're not doing it because of power. We're doing it because it's not fair. Mm, I got you. And this is, this is where it comes in. What is fair? I don't think I don't think musicians here are being treated fairly, man. Uh
1: no. Eh, well, okay, but um yeah. So so you're saying that like uh the solution to like to grow a strong a strong music scene that will kind of like gain some reputation around the world has to start with venues paying a uh, part of it is starting with venues paying musicians properly. Yeah. Uh, and things
0: like having a guild or a union yeah. uh, can play a part in that. And, uh, and then also... It's not that like, like they didn't try, mm. but it was never honest in the first place. You know, mm. People wouldn't really think about the musician. And the musician wouldn't really thinking about the, the community. It's still going on. So fu- fuck all of that, man. I mean, because at the end of the day, I feel like the people that make a difference are the people who step out of the pack and they're trying to make a change you know and then suddenly people are talking about Lisa you know who nobody ever in Thailand ever ever gave a fuck about you know and then she went to Korea with her own fucking like uh, uh, determination you know and now in at her stage of her career she can open school well for her like uh, hometown that she was born in and shit and then the government said oh we'd be so proud of Lisa I'm like fuck you man you didn't help <laughs> shit you motherfuckers like mm-hmm. this is this is bullshit man this is bullshit and I feel like you know people need to be more angry this is like why aggression is good it's like you know sometimes it doesn't need to be shared it just needs to be made you know, mm, I see what you're saying, and that's A- anger has energy in it, for, yeah, uh, for doing some stuff I don't know, yeah, that's but, why what conspiracy theorists are so always angry because they feel like <laughs> like they want to like they want to be heard, they want this idea to be real, you know, and that's what kindness you know mm. seems to came out of them i see i see you know you stopped me that like at some
1: point a couple of months ago you said you, you said uh, what are you passionate about yeah and i realized
0: i had like no answer <laughs> i think that i think uh it's important yeah. it's important to to be passionate about something mm. even sex you can be pan- passionate about well sex. The,
1: the thing is right <laughs> i i can get like passionate about lots of things in in the moment yeah but uh I think my dopamine system must be broken or something. <laughs> I guess. Like yeah, is maybe it, I maybe I trick. Maybe it comes and finds me. <laughs> yeah. When it comes and finds me, I'm like, oh, this is
0: great. But other other, <laughs> you can trick your dopamine. You you know that. have You ever heard about that? Um, Which there's some trick on YouTube. You can go check it out. Oh, okay. But it's kind of good. I mean, it makes you want. You know, why you want to do hard things. You know why mm. you why you want to tackle Challenge some yeah, and obstacle mm-hmm. and stuff and you be you know able to to do it you know a lot of people don't don't have the endurance or the uh uh the I don't know the uh the aggression or the the perseverance or to just like hey I want I want to tackle this you know there's another point of view i mean you know the dalai lama <laughs> who who i uh, who i
1: like he's he's saying you know at, He's always saying, and this is the Buddhist view: that anger is like, and it's an interesting view because, like, very few people in the world live like this. But he's basically saying that uh, anger is always negative. Yeah, true.
0: I agree. I'm not saying That's ang- what you just said you just said it was good. I'm not saying what. Why does aggression has to be anger all the time? Aggression. Ah. I'm not saying anger, even though you can. It's got, you got know, a lot of the same letters letters in it. Aggression, yeah, but there's anger. no n. Well, there's still well, in, in I, I, the back How So you're saying aggression? I thought you said anger. No, aggression. Aggression. I thought you said anger as that's, well.
1: That's your consciousness. Aggression. All right. Aggression. Not anger. Aggression. Ang-
0: no, the anger is the uh, the uh, the conspiracy theorists. Oh yeah, yeah 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 right okay. No, not me. Not me. Oh okay. Aggression yeah. means like you have you have a uh, that that drive that that mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay like killing instinct killing instinct yeah yeah. it doesn't need to be anchor. even though I I do I do drive with 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 a little few anger in in me you know because it 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 happens because you 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 you've been suppressed
1: Mm. well I hate I don't know I'm just telling you what the Dalai Lama thinks I don't know which is true
0: you know myself no I mean it's true man I mean anchor, you know it's negative but it's depend on like if that anchor drives another person to do good things for other people, then be negative as you want. Sometimes talk, you know. Have you ever heard of a like toxic pos- uh, positive? Toxic positive. Yeah, like a like poc- uh, a toxic positive personality. No, like you being so like oh why why didn't why are you so down? Be happy, you know. <laughs> Be happy now, you know, Like just like try to like force people into being like, like they look down on people who are negative and they just like, uh-huh. okay, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. just doesn't let people to mourn or even, you know, be, be sad. They're just like, be happy, just rejoice and be just be happy at the f- every fucking moment. Be happy. You know, it's like, what the fuck are you, man? <laughs> it's like, are you trying? <laughs> it's just, it doesn't make sense. You know, then you're becoming a negative, a toxic uh, behavior towards other human being. Mm. See? But the bigger picture is, is the community thriving? Is, are we being sustainable? Are we, like, you know, being peaceful? Even though this guy is a fucking anger madness here, you know? It's like, is he bothering anybody? You know, he's just angry, you know, angry with himself, but he's doing well for the community. As they say like, oh, well, be angry, my friend. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody has a part to play. The yeah. thing is, people won't play. People won't play. Yeah. Won't play their parts. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody thinking about themselves. Should I be in the metaverse or not? <laughs> not for the sake of, of the social society, just for the sake of yourself. It's not wrong. I mean, you got to love yourself first before you can love anybody else. Uh, that's that's another thing that I heard a lot.
1: Maybe it's true. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I there, guess sometimes it is I, true. Right?
1: Sometimes I think, it I think it's like the reverse can happen. Sometimes like I think you can like... You you, sometimes I think you like can hate yourself because you maybe you didn't feel like you did anything good, and then something life throws you something that seems like a difficulty Mm. uh, because you have to like put a lot of effort in to help somebody Mm. because you help them. Then you start to like this. Actually, happened to me in my life, like uh, in the past, I can see that you know I felt bad about myself, and then life threw something in my path. Which I didn't want. Yeah. I had to help somebody. Yes. I mean I'm making myself sound like a terrible person, maybe <laughs> I am, fair enough. But uh and then because I'd helped somebody, then I started to feel better about myself. So in other words, the reverse. Yeah, I, I, I that's not wrong. <laughs> no, but it's against what you just said that you have to
0: love yourself first before you can uh I'm well, just saying maybe it can happen in but the it's reverse. not absolute right I mean I, I might sound like an absolute person but oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah but it's not an absolute I mean I always have that you're just being aggressive I'm, be, I'm being aggressive <laughs> with, with the idea <laughs> with the idea well, hey, I'm, I'm this very idea okay. think about it <laughs> yeah think about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah try it <laughs> okay alright yeah. no but I mean but some people like what. what is so scary about not loving yourself or loving yourself is that you don't have the the conscience of having a, a, a good balance you know sometimes the, the the reason of 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 loading yourself and you know being i don't know loading yourself is like you you kind of like close the perception that you can perceive love from other people you see uh. and that's that's the problem of you know not not loving yourself first that's 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 my argument so if you be able to love yourself not selfish not like you see like uh, you know you're not be able to share I mean everything need to be based on kindness my friend mm. that's the core of it yeah I got you you gotta be kind to yourself as well I think
1: I mean I uh, where that can I mean I think where that can be like most true that idea that you have to love yourself first is like you know in other words if you're against yourself Mm. uh then you're probably gonna have a negative influence on people around you
0: yeah uh, but people but people are so weird man like like they exaggerate everything it's like oh you gotta love yourself yes i need to be selfish you gotta hate yourself yes i need to be selfless Mm. it's like Ugh. No, I mean, it's just like you got to find a middle ground that you can help the society and you have to be happy. The thing is, life, you got to be happy with your life, man. That's the prob That's 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 the main core of like pursuing the happiness, because if you know the taste of happiness, won't you want to share it? Right. I mean, I want to share my happiness. Why not? Mm. Unfortunately when I share there's a lot of the asshole who is like selfish <laughs> and they're just like oh I want to take everything from your life <laughs> And that's what Mark Zuckerberg is <laughs> 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 Oh god I'm sorry just kidding No legal action here <laughs> So um yeah, man. Uh, are you writing any new music? Yes, yes, yes. I'm actually in 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 a final hall of like trying to trying to complete my my m- composing my song for the album. Oh, uh, your solo? Yeah. So, even though it's been postponed, like you know, I said like I, I wanted to launch my album in November, but with the COVID thing, it was never gonna happen. Yeah, man. It's, it's so it's so disruptive, you know. But I have a good feeling, man. I mean, I I, I feel like people are striving and wanting everything to be a community-based now, social enterprise and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think we we just need to lay out the right platform, like you know what Mark tried to do with the uh, metaverse. Everybody's trying to make a platform here, man, in in their own way. You know, if you see like there's a lot of new movement, but it never mm-hmm. got going because right. they don't understand right. what is the core of sustainability is right because everybody is fucking selfish and everybody can quote me on that on this all this new movement that going on in Chiang Mai and shit like that or like government funded you are fucking selfish motherfuckers and you don't really see like what the vision of Chiang Mai could really be. You know, I'm, I'm shouting out right there. Everybody knows, you know, every fucking movement. I, I, I say every fucking movement in this in this year that came out in Chiang Mai. I didn't see it. what what came out. I can I can say they were probably oh, okay. they, no, if they, they listen to this podcast, they know. You have like fucking like disease. And fucking parasite and leecher in your organization. I'm not saying everybody in your organization, but I say every fucking organization that is a movement that based on the fucking creative and art shit in Chiang Mai is fucking selfish, and that's why it, it's not moving anywhere because they're only thinking about themselves and their profit. The community that I want to build, you know, like I said, is like the artists get more of the profits. Mm. And that's that has to be done. I think I think we we need this kind of more of like more of like this movement thinking. If there's any society, any organization that think the way I do, I would happily join them. I think that um, one. I think that people after this, uh,
1: you know, when we can like get back into. Uh, playing music and and doing things again, I think I think people are going to be willing to take more risks, because because you know a lot of people have seen their income wiped out and because well let's face it you know Chiang Mai is not the worst place in the world to be most people can still survive True. that we know some True. people had a harder time than others some True. people really couldn't not without True. handouts and help but in in terms of like musicians that we know like r- really speaking. Uh, Most people Could survive And more or less In the same position As they were True And therefore Like It's the time to take risks Because otherwise True
0: Otherwise It's just gonna Go nowhere Right Like you say It's a fucking loop Right The fucking industry Like the music industry In Thailand Has been in a fucking loop For the past Like at least 15 years So it's a good time To take some risks And try and push it In a new direction Yeah I will You know This shit that I'm thinking It will happen with Or without You know Mm. anybody it will happen for sure Mm. you know I I I totally have complete confidence
1: and I totally agree with you that uh, I can't expect any help from the government
0: but they Mm. will get involved when they see something working out (laughs) yeah but at the end of the day if it's like if it's good and the platform is good they can't like they can't like overthrow the platform they can try to copy like people will try to copy platform anyways but the core of this platform is artist base the profit is more towards the artist and that has never been happened in any labels any organization well shouldn't i mean the platform should be something that people can copy in a, in a good way no yeah but usually people copy in in the in the yeah, worst but, way possible um, to maximize the profit so the bottom line on this what is this is that we we base everything on fairness and we base it on kindness and we base on sustainability people only think about like three years time I'm thinking about fucking 15 years to 30 years time when I'm done you know it will probably you know go downhill like every cycle of like life you know but at least we had a good run and a sustainable run you know and it's it only generates like a sustainable career of course you're going to have asshole in an organization you can't help that that's life but is it based on, based on kindness it's a community like going forward that's the most important thing man mm. and I think this is what is so important outside of metaverse It's sustainability in every area of life yeah um, yeah right
1: uh, nothing to add <laughs> my, my mind's gone blank yeah well it's my, been fun my friend
0: yeah I should we should we end it should we wrap yeah. it up yeah yeah so you guys who's uh listening now thank you for coming back to listen to us and you know we we still want more exposure and we want to to you know be able to talk about topics well, that actually really yeah i don't too. know
1: if we did we ever get we'd love to get some ideas for what we should talk about that'd be great you have any thoughts on that
0: yeah yeah for sure i mean okay if you think like facebook is the only limited to us maybe we'll try to go more on like website or we will probably try to make um ways for for you guys to reach us you know or just think like this is a waste of our both of our time. Then, well fuck you (laughs) but thank you anyway for listening (laughs) well until next time (laughs) Uh, yeah